And God's saying, if you just wait there, let everything that looks good and seems good pass you by, then I will respond. Because what God is doing really in the waiting is he's getting rid of the counterfeits. He's getting rid of the motion that seems good, the chase, the cloud. He's getting rid of all things that really don't go with his will for your life so you can sit into the goodness of him. Welcome back to the Authentic Exchange podcast, where we unravel, reveal, and heal from the many layers of life, life choices, trauma, the list of things go on. Today is a very special episode for myself, and I hope it blesses you as much as it blessed me. Um, Today, we're actually going to be talking about the infamous scripture, uh, Habakkuk. I say Habakkuk, but it'd be Habakkuk 2 and 2. So many people go in uh, when we hear the scripture and write the vision down, make it plain, put it on vision boards. And you go on and on and do all these vision board parties. You write it down in excitement. And then you go, what happened? Why is it not coming to pass? And so for myself, I've done that, right? I went to vision board parties. I've hosted vision board parties. And I always was asking God, like, why is it not coming to pass? So today, I'll be reading through my iPad from my notes in my own study of what I learned in that scripture. And so if you look at the verse uh, when you go to Habakkuk 2 and 2, before we go there, I want us to start in scripture, the verse number one. And so Habakkuk 1, it says, I will climb up to my watchtower, speaking about the prophet Habakkuk, and stand at my guard post. There I will wait to see what the Lord says and how he will answer my complaint. Then The Lord said to me, write my answer, meaning God's telling Habakkuk to write his answer. And I want to stop right there. That's where I feel like so many things go amiss. So many things go unheard or unspoken or doesn't come to pass. It's because we're always writing down what we feel, what we want. But in reality, it's like God's saying in the scripture that everyone loves to quote, what what am I saying? Are you going to do what I told you to do? And that's really what this episode is about, me doing what he told me to do and being obedient to that. So I want to continue to go on through that today, give you notes, give you revelation, give you basically off of my iPad what I gather in my study time. So I'm talking to you all, but really talking to myself. Again, like the scripture says, and I'll read it again in Habakkuk uh, 2, 1 through 5. I'll read the whole scripture and then we can digest it. It says, I will climb up to my watchtower and stand at my guard post. There I will wait to see what the Lord says and how he will answer my complaint. Then the Lord said to me, write my answer plainly on tablets so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. This vision is for a future time. It describes the end and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. Then what threw me for a loop was look at the proud. They trust in themselves and their lives are cooked, but the righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. And so many times how how we've been the crooked person, the one who's proud, writing down and boasting on what they want to do, right? So we write down the vision, I want to be married in a year. I want to have a Ferrari car. I'm going to have this mansion house. And all these things fill up what we want to do, but it never goes into alignment with what God wants. And so I was, God, well, I hear that, right? Like, I hear that scripture. That's cool. But what does it really mean? And what it means is a watchtower, first of all, is a tower built to create an elevated observation point. So when Habakkuk, like ourselves, we go up to our watchtower, whether that's in your car, in your house, in your prayer closet, 
what it's basically saying is go to a place of observation where you can actually sit still and observe what's around you, observe what's in your heart. Really seek out, God, what are you saying and how are you saying it, right? Don't be so quick to say, oh, that sounds good. They have it. I want it too. But what really is the Lord saying? And then I was like, God, okay, okay, I can go to my watchtower. And then so God um, with me and said, okay, wait. And we are, I have a problem with wait. I'm a spoiled brat and I want it when I want it. <laughs> I don't want to wait on you. And if I got to wait on you, I'm going to do it myself or find somebody else to do it. And so it says wait. Wait means to stay where one is or delay action until a particular time or until something else happens. It brings me into like a point of when you wait for something, right? And let's say you're standing in the middle of New York City and you just stand still. Many times you realize things are passing you quickly, passing you by, right? And you're like, oh, let me gravitate to that. Let me go. Let me run. Let me do whatever. And God's saying, if you just wait there. Let everything that looks good and seems good pass you by, then I will respond. Because what God is doing really in the waiting is he's getting rid of the counterfeits. He's getting rid of the motion that seems good, the chase, the cloud. He's getting rid of all things that really don't go with his will for your life so you can sit into the goodness of him. And so when we wait for the Lord, not only does he renew our strength and all those scriptures that go into play with that, but he really deals with our character, our motive. When we have to wait, we have to really say, okay, am I waiting? Why am I waiting? Am I frustrated? Why am I frustrated? Am I sad? Why am I sad? And you get to really observe in the waiting where your heart is and where your posture is. And so as God has made me wait and go back into the scripture over and over again, he's basically been telling me like, is this really what you want? Or is this what I've told you to do? Right. Do I want this podcast because everyone else is doing it or do I want it in obedience to what he has? Right. So it's the more so counterfeit versus the real thing. Now, when you wait on God, not only are you allowing him to answer you and guide you, but you're also allowing God to rebuke you. And before everyone comes down my throat about it, rebuke is basically an expression of a sharp disapproval or a criticism of someone because of their behavior or actions. It's an expression of sharp dislike, dismay. Anything that God doesn't like, that's what he's doing, rebuking it. Like, I don't like that. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to say about it? And so when he rebukes you, it's just more of him saying, I got better for you, right? I don't like what you're doing, and I'm going to, of course, correct that action. Now, God doesn't honor everything that we request, right? He's not going to honor you to go sleep with Sarah's husband. That's just not God, right? Sometimes with asking him, we have to know, like, God, when you ask, ask questions like the who, what, when, where, why. Why do I want this? What do I want from it? When do I want it to happen? How? Like, have real conversations with him so you can really get down to the scripture and see things actually come to pass. And then when you wait on the Lord, I know I mentioned it before, but I want to reiterate it. When you wait on the Lord, you make everything else delay until he responds. It's like standing still, as we said, and letting everything pass you by. But when you wait, it's something more different than that. It not only, of course, lets everything go by, but it cancels out what the world has created, which is FOMO. FOMO is the fear of missing out. People are trying so hard to force us into jobs, force us into positions, force us into relationships, force us into 
being a mother, you know, being everything else but what the Lord has called us to be. And so I just want to speak about myself. I've, I've written a book, right? I've opened a business. I've done so many things based upon what others poured into me thinking, I got to get it done. They see this in me. So let me do it. Let me fulfill what they've said. But I didn't wait to say, okay, God, that's good. Thank you for the prophecy. Thank you for the word. But what are you saying about it? What do you want me to do? How do you want me to do it? When do you want me to do it? And so within all of that, I think what I've learned, even in the scripture was, it's okay to wait. It's okay to say no. It's okay to stand still. It's okay to feel like what it seems like a delay. Sometimes we don't want that delay. We don't want to wait. We don't want the missing out part, right? If I don't do this, I'm going to miss out. If I don't do that, I'm going to miss out. I'm 29 years old. I've missed out probably on marriages by not settling with certain boys. I don't call them men, but, you know, no here, no there. And other things, like, but within my waiting, I think I've learned there's more. There's more. And I'm right where God wants me to be. I just wanted to shine light on that. It's a short, quick episode, but I really want y'all to go back and read that. And waiting on God truly means that you're waiting on Jesus, right? In Galatians 4, 1 through 7, the gift of waiting on God was his son, right? What an everlasting gift to have. When you go back and you read this and you really know, like, the scripture literally says, Galatians 4 and 4, But when the right time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could adopt us as his very own children. And because we are his children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, prompting us to call out, Abba, Father. Now you are no longer a slave, but God's own child. But since you are his child, he has made you his here. So if God said, wait, wait, his word is true and doesn't come back to him void. I hope this blessed you as much as it has blessed me. Until next time, I'm signing out with love. I am again your host, T. Go Million. Enjoy. See you next time.